I'm Andy, and this is Indie Podcasters Need More Money Too. Happiness is not in the mere possession of money. It lies in the joy of achievement, in the thrill of the creative effort. Franklin D. Roosevelt. I read an article in the New York Times. Surrounded by big tech, small podcast shops swim with sharks. The subheading reads, Independent companies like Prologue Projects, Campside Media, and Rococo Punch try different strategies in a market roiled by Silicon Valley and Hollywood. The first subject is Leon Nafak's podcast production company, Prologue Projects, and how it needed to seek new funding for its fifth season of Fiasco after not getting renewed by Luminary. The good news is that big tech companies like Amazon, Spotify, Apple, and SiriusXM have spent billions in recent years acquiring or developing podcasts. Here's the bad news, and I quote, Even if one isn't swallowed by a bigger fish, the competition for advertisers, critical sources of revenue for many independent podcasters, has intensified as the platforms leverage advanced technology and user bases in the tens or hundreds of millions. Additionally, the sheer volume of new podcasts. Spotify alone now has nearly 4 million, up from 500,000 in 2019 has made it increasingly challenging to attract and keep audiences. Spoiler alert, after considering free, ad-supported, or paywalled models, NAFOC pivoted Fiasco to Audible, where the new season will premiere on March 24th as an Audible exclusive. Wanting to learn more? I read Leon's tweets. Tweet number one reads, have seen a couple people say they can't fathom spending $250,000 on a podcast. The truth is, if you're doing original reporting, and are doing a remotely thorough job while not underpaying people, plus forcing insane hours, it costs way more. Wow, $250,000 for a podcast. As independent podcasters, many of us are used to producing content on a shoestring budget. What's your budget? Is it in the hundreds of dollars? Maybe thousands? Sadly, most of us cannot pay ourselves. Soraya Shockley, an NPR editor, weighed in and upped the ante. Her tweet reads, Narrative, reported podcasts cost money, real-life grown-up money, and they should. The concept of podcasts being cheaper has hurt the industry's ability to wrap its collective mind around properly resourcing this type of work. Honestly, let's normalize million-dollar shows. One of her follow-up tweets reads, One million is a scary number, but if we're not honest about what we need, we'll always be asked to work with or for less, and I refuse no thank you. You can keep it. Also, this doesn't just go for narrative shows. Chat, interview, kids, fiction, etc. All should cost a minimum of $250,000. Think about it. If you have a three-person team and everyone is paid a minimum of $75,000, you're almost to $250,000 right there. And that's just for a super solid salary. Soraya makes good points. If we are to normalize million-dollar shows... Indie podcasters need to step up too. We need to get serious about monetizing so we can pay ourselves. If we build a great team, we need to pay them too. Further, we can no longer focus solely on content creation. We must begin to treat our podcast as a business. That means reaching out to sponsors, considering crowdfunding on platforms like Patreon, and partnering with other independent podcasters. Of course, it will vary depending on your show and audience. Think about what it may look like for your podcast. It's time to go bigger. Bigger episodes, bigger collaborations, bigger budgets. Make your podcast worthy of $1 million. 
For more podcasting tips, join our community at podcastgym.com and subscribe to the Podcast Stronger newsletter. Happy podcasting. Thank you.